listening to I Suck at Small Talk. I'm Janine Ramirez, and today I'm speaking with the first male guest of my podcast, my brother-in-law, Mon Lim Kauko. Okay, so, hey. So, Mon, quick background lang. Mon is the karaoke-performing knight in shining armor that stole my sister Patty away from the clutches of Metro Manila. But really, <laughs> I'm super grateful for all the times that Pat and Mon let me, like, third wheel with them. I just love them. It's just always fun with them. I'm so excited to interview my brother-in-law. How are you, Mon? <laughs> Good. I just realized that I don't call you Ate yet, so sorry Whatever. for that. Yes, you do. Am I ready? I call you, you call me Ate. Or J9. Yeah, but when we were there for the wedding and after the wedding, you'd be like, Ate. And then you can say it. So I wanted to interview Mon because he's like one of the nicest guys. No, not one of. Probably the nicest guy I know. But this also like assertive and confident, and it's like the proof that the saying "nice guys finish last" is just false. Because Mon is like a super nice guy, but also I can tell he's gonna be ultra successful because he already is. So Mon, how do you do it? Like, where does that confidence come from? You think? Yeah. So. I was talking to Patty about this, and my first instinct was, nice guys do finish last, lol. Just kidding. But I think that's true, because I have an example with the confidence. Um, I was thinking that when I got to Australia, mm. and I was job hunting, I got rejected maybe like, no, not maybe, like actually 148 times. And I was left with you two... Yeah, yeah, 100. What was the first 10 were like, oh, so painful, the world's ending. And then yeah. after a while, it's just like, okay, I'm used to it. Give me the rejection letter, right? Mm. But the last two, one, I really like, oh, this is intriguing. This is interesting. And I was super nervous. And the other one was like, oh, okay, it's familiar territory. That's fine. I'll just go wing it. So I did both interviews completely different. One is like, oh, I'm so worried. I really want this job. Mm. And the other one is like, I'll just wing. I don't really need to prepare. And the confidence, surprisingly enough, came in the latter one, where I wasn't too worried. I kind of knew what I... I've been doing what I've been doing for X years, so it's fine. And so that's a job I took, lol. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one that I, you know, jived with. But then I was speaking to the person who interviewed me last week, and he said a good thing that when you're in an interview, you look for the candidate who is not, who's also, like, interviewing the company. And in that way, mm -hmm. you kind of like exude confidence in a way, if that makes sense. It's, it's, you're not like selling yourself short to, it's like, I'm going to do everything to milk this interview and make them like me versus like, this is calm. I'm also interviewing you kind of thing. And so I guess in a way, the crux is when you know what to care about and not care about, if that makes sense. Yeah. Then your confidence will come. Because I think it's normal to be super nervous with something that's important to you. It's just a good sign. Right. But the confidence comes with like, okay, go through it. Go through your emotions. Get your nervous done. And then hopefully when you're more relaxed and, you know, it's 
that's when it happens. I never thought about when I'm being interviewed that I can interview the company as well. It's like, are we yeah. a good fit? Versus like, right. oh, please take like, it's me. Not You're just such like, a great company. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is a two-way thing. So that makes a lot of sense. And that's helpful for me now to know that you also went through a lot of rejections. Because for me, job hunting now is like, uh, okay, fine, I'll apply. But I assume that I'm just going to be rejected or even ignored. And it sucks, but you have to like, you know, just get over the fact that you're not gonna be for for everyone. But yeah, I have to improve my CV. So confidence-wise, Mon, do you feel like mm. there was a change from when you were in Manila to when you moved to Sydney? The nice thing about moving to another country is similar to I think a topic you and Patty touched on is you're basically a clean slate. And yeah. You can be whoever you want to be and whatever background you've done. So I, I think I went in with the same, like, I know myself, I've done this, I can do this. So that didn't change. When I started getting rejected, I was already given a heads up by just the industry with my school and you know, my other cohort mates that Australia is kind of big on the Aussie experience. So if you don't have it, it's going to be tough. So it's mm. good to have those like warning signals. So when things happen, like when you do get rejected, it makes sense. So I didn't feel too bad. Yeah. But then, you know, how many rejections can you take as a person, right? right? Before you really care and then you stop caring. Right. I think the helping with the the stop caring really helps. Yeah. Pick your battles, essentially, right? But confidence-wise, yeah, I think if I know what I'm talking about, then I'll be pretty confident. If I'm like winging something and basically speaking like you know, bullshit about a topic, then I'll probably be like, you can tell with my voice that, oh, he's not so It's so weird. I cannot even imagine you like that. Okay, because you're... What do you mean? <laughs> I guess I don't know that side of you. Like for me, you're always this like very self-assured person that can just talk to anyone and just there like knows himself oh my and, god that's and that comes across um, at least to me but there are a lot of people that they can't even get to the the point of not being nervous for example okay i don't really care about this this company you're getting the job there are gonna be people that just just the fact that there's an interview they're already freaked out what's funny is um when you mentioned like oh it's easy to talk to people i think that one I was put into perspective when I met Australians because their small talk game is on a different level. It's it's insane for someone you just meet in an elevator to the level of depth that you share with them, like cuento wise. <laughs> like I, today, I don't even know how much I should share when I speak to someone because I feel like it's really personal, like the details they give. And then like, they what's just the walk most away, personal like, random sharing that you have in the elevator? Hey, that can be your podcast also. <laughs> <laughs> elevator like, conversations. Elevator conversations. That's right. I had um, I had this um person I'm working with in the office, and there's a long weekend. And when you come back on you know Tuesday or whatever, they ask, "Oh, what you do for a long weekend?" And then he was like, "Every detail, every day. Who's the family member they did it with? Who's the friend? What's the backstory? How they met?" And I was like, "It's a ton of information to process." Like, okay, okay, okay. But then but for that weekend. Normal? It's normal. That weekend, I proposed to Patty, and then they're like, oh, so what happened with you? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm not close enough 
to tell you. No <laughs> way! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I felt like. I just, why would I tell him, right? And then he went away and he was like, he told me now because now we're like good friends. He went away with this like barcade and I was like, I have this weird thing where Mon asked me how was my weekend, so I said it. And then I asked him how his weekend was and he said, he can't tell me. And he was like, that's weird, right? Because he asked me, which means he wants me to ask him. I was like, no! <laughs> but why but didn't you want to say? Because you haven't announced was... it yet to other people. Yeah, I've, I've only like, it's all my parents, Patty. Yeah. Her parents. It's like, and then some person in the office I just met, I'm weird. But so what I'm I love like about your, your response is that Instead of just lying, you were so honest, Paren, dude. You could have said, oh, we, like, I went for a walk with my partner at the beach. Instead of, like, just cutting it until the point of the, the engagement, you're like, um, we're not close enough for me to Dude, there are other things that you could have made, Quint. Like, he probably felt bad. Dude, Did he feel bad the, or no? His way. No, he Did was he just feel bad about confused. it? That's so... Okay, that's another thing that I find here also is that people don't get defensive. Like, I feel like if that happened in the Philippines or in Manila, they'd be like, whoa, um feeling naman ito na, you know what I mean? Or they'll feel bad na hindi pala kami close. Or, you know what I mean? But here, uh, parang they don't take things so personally. They don't get defensive or offended. Do you notice that there? That's true. Yeah, maybe because, again, you don't really know each other, right? So why would you get, why would you take offense from this stranger? Okay, question. Was there, like, a particular experience when you moved to Australia that made you struggle and that you're, you know, you're coping with? Is there any, like, thing that pops into your head? Or was it all easy and breezy? Well, when I moved here, a month after COVID hit, so that was just, you know, everyone was going through the same thing. But then I was, I still felt like I was going forward because my studies didn't stop. So I felt like, okay, I'm not wasting time. This is good. Struggle, I guess it was the living alone and abroad for this prolonged amount of time. Because, you know, before we'd go trips with Patty, like two weeks vacation leave, or I'd study abroad like two months. But then to actually live in a different country by yourself. Granted, I had my ate, like, you know, across the road, which is great. Yeah. But even during COVID, even during COVID, we were very, like, shouldn't really see each other as often kind of thing. So I was really, like, I guess it's both a struggle and a blessing to have learned how to, like, live alone and by myself independently. Like, how to fix my bed in the morning after, how to cook a meal, which super, like... The adulting stuff. Gives me energy now. Yeah, the adulting stuff. And having like a very chill environment to support you because, you know, I wasn't mm. working yet. I was just studying either at night or on the weekends. So during the day, it was really like, let's learn how to be an adult, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. So I was very grateful because, you know, I would call my mom and say like, how do you like wash your clothes? How do I right? do this? What the do basic I get to things. fold? When I fold, it doesn't do it. <laughs> yeah. So oh my the struggles, gosh. I think 
from our Filipino upbringing, it was very good. I would say I would recommend it to anyone to just like <laughs> go out and yeah. do it because it it helps. Sorry, I'm just like talking further and further, but it helps when you eventually live with your partner that you both can carry your own weight. You know, you both look after yourself. You both like clean. It's it's a good thing, Pat. In our well, I'm OC, and Patty is very OC with cleaning as well. So it's yeah. a good mesh, to be honest. Yeah. But the struggles are like, yeah, I guess being alone and going through it. And then... Yeah, the but, isolation. Yeah. But yeah, like they're here also because our Filipino upbringing was so, I mean, privileged, right? In a way, like we didn't have to do much. And it's like privileged and loved, yeah. I feel like the basic the basic stuff of taking care of yourself nga, it's like, shiz, I don't have that. Like, there, like, how do I use the washing machine properly? Like, I just, um, I just learned a few weeks ago how to, like, clean the washing machine. Like, you can put, um, the, when you the vinegar take out the water for, from beneath? Oh. Yeah, you take out the water and then, parang, you can, there's a cycle and then you can put certain things but some people na parang must nature they put the the parang vinegar for cleaning the butter like that and then they put it on this like quick quick tumble Ooh. whatever and then and then you can drain the water and then that helps you clean also all the the muck that's inside so it's like oh but it's so empowering when you do it and now sometimes yeah they're like chores and it's a hassle right like oh i have to like do the dishes or do the laundry but i also see it as self-care it's like this is yeah. me showing that i can take care of myself right and yeah even if i have a partner and i'm doing this for like the two of us sometimes it's like i i know how to take myself and someone else oh my god quick cuento then when we were in australia when we went to bondi we had like an airbnb in bondi yeah um yeah. and the whole family was there and then um, Yaya Lida went to the wedding and went to Australia with us. And they were like, she did our mom's laundry. And after doing the laundry, my mom didn't want to use the dryer because the clothes are going to get ruined. So, um, and parang it won't be as like the tela will get gastado. My mm. gosh, I don't know my words. But. Um, so she wanted to make it sampai. So there was that sampayan na that you open up, right? And then you parang there. Oh, yes. I mean the, the standing kind. So um I think Helene's was like putting it lang on the table. There's like a table and a patio in the back. And then she was just putting like a closer. I'm like Mom, yeah, yeah, it's like, look, there's the, no, there's the sampayan, the stand, that's the sampayan. <laughs> and then my mom's like, ay, please, ano ba yan? Oh, my, yung sampayan, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so they took the, the but yes, the story, yeah, like you put it together. And you can't make sampay because it doesn't fit in the, <laughs> dude, they didn't open it up. It was so good that they were putting guys no like you have to open it up and now you can make some and then they're like ang galing mo naman <laughs> ah this is full circle I'm teaching Yaya Leeds who took care of us when you were a kid when you were kids right like how to use the sampayan here because they don't have it outside anyway 
this is gonna be a long ep, like Patty said, because we're siblings. Uh, okay. True. Uh-huh. Next question, and usually I ask this at the end of the convo, but I think like since we're talking about confidence and all of that, I want to ask it now because you seem like there. Like for me, Mon, I swear you seem like such a genuinely amazing, galing person. So, is there anything that you think you suck at, and like how are you working to improve mm. it or accept it? We, and sorry, just to address the exuding confidence bit. We have this saying, we have a lot of sayings in our old office in the Philippines. One of them is randomly fake it till you make it. It's like, oh, it sounds like a joke, but it's really, sometimes it's really true. Like you got to fake yeah. it till you make it. And it's also linked to, you know, those imposter syndromes and stuff. And just really just moving forward. But I was thinking about the thing that I suck at now. And I have to say... So stemming from the whole, like, you know, taking care of yourself, chores, yada, yada. When work comes in, things kind of like, like your priorities are like, okay, so what should I do now kind of thing? And I think what's not so great for me is uh, sucking at discipline right now. Hmm. It's funny because I arrived at this answer. Patty and I were talking a while ago and we're like, well, what, what do you suck at? I was like, well, I suck at um, um, not being fat, like trying to stay thin. It's like, what does that mean? Probably you're not disciplined enough to keep working out. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. So I was like, yeah, that's true. Because growing up before, uh, my dad used to give me these three letters, FQD. It's like focus, quality time, and then discipline. And I'd use that to like basically get through school when I need to do get shit done. It's work that's really worked well. But now for work, it's like... I want to be motivated to wake up every day and work because, you know, you need like to wake up late and shit. But if you're really excited, you'd wake up early, right? Which I don't. Like if work starts at nine, I wake up at 8.59. Like those memes where somebody's sleeping at nine, big land and under the computer. That's, that's oh relatable. God, so I was telling, I was talking with Badia, saying, mm, like, what do you do? So she linked me this other random podcast that I liked. And the girl there was speaking about like, you can't just like wait for motivation. Sometimes you mm. just have to be disciplined and do it. And that's like just really hard to just do it, you know, yeah. especially with all the other responsibilities. Cause now when you're living with a partner and a dog, you're also taking care of like other living beings like Hopper as well, Hopper or dog love and Patty and myself, and then there's work. So it's like, yeah, I want to be disciplined, you know, but I also have a finite amount of energy in me. So I think right now, specifically at this moment in time, I'd say I suck at keeping that together. Yeah. But then again, again, you know, such is life. Life is such. It's moving incrementally, like, you know, we're still fine now. And how I'm getting better at it is, one is just accepting that sometimes... You won't be motivated or you won't be disciplined and that's fine. Sometimes you can be disciplined and let's say you want to do a task like I want to get something at work done. I want to like take a photograph of this and edit it. But if I like stare at my screen for, I don't know, two hours and nothing gets done, you know, that's still work, right? I'm still like thinking doesn't mean there's an output for it. So I think I mean, Patty is also a big one to help like with the working out. 
you yeah. know, with her push, like, let's yeah. get it done, let's go. She wakes up early, like, mom, let's work out in the morning. Like, Patty's just to have so that. good at that. Like, yeah, Patty is yeah. so disciplined, right? It's like, she when is. she, she sets her mind on something, it's like, that's it. Like I said in my speech in your wedding, like, she ate kamote for dinner. Like, I don't know for how long so that she could get abs. And she got abs, dude. So I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, we're we're very similar in that. And like, I guess what I learned also is just, you have to forgive yourself for the times that you just really can't get anything done because there are going to be times that yeah. you just don't have energy and maybe just figuring out for you what what is it that gets you out of that rut right and for me sometimes it's chores because i don't mind mm. and like i'll clean it's like oh i can't oh, i can't do this okay let me clean and put things away and parang that's my first step to doing more things because in terms of like their chores and keeping the house tidy and organized that's like uh i've accepted that as adulting that's just something that i should do and i've also accepted that having chill time of doing nothing is a privilege because mm. there are people that never have time to just sit on the couch and watch something you know it's just yeah constant sure. Okay, what what do I have to do next? Especially people with kids. I do not know what people have kids. Like I don't know your sister. If she still has time for other things. But yeah, thanks for, for the answer, Mon. And let's work on it together. We can share podcasts with each other to just, get just, more disciplined. You're getting really great. I'm just thinking like with each guest and you're like, Oh, what are you what are you not so great at and how are you working on it? Like it's really great for you as well, you know, just to like take it in and be like, oh, yeah, that's similar. And then you can like use their method as well or somehow. No, it's true. I like asking Smart. it also because, well, because I feel like being me, of course, you're in your mind constantly, right? So it's like, I always think, oh, crap, like I suck at this or I suck at that. And then I see other people because, of course, also social media, right? Like, oh, um, they're so galang at their life. Like, it looks like they don't suck at, at anything, you know? And I want to be able to talk to these people <laughs> and ask that question. Be like, do you actually think that you suck at something? It just also helps me human humanize people that maybe I might idolize. No! I wanted to ask this question because Patty and I have been, like, talking about imposter syndrome and, you know, lacking confidence and how, like, we feel so awkward and stuff like that. When you hear us talking about that, what are you really thinking? Especially because, like, I'm, I know that you see like think the world of patty right and and i do too so when i hear her talking about that it's like what i hope so i wanted to get your take as her husband (laughs) yeah that was like my favorite bit with the other episode where she was saying that imposter syndrome and um sometimes when she's in like a group setting she she'll not say something she wants to say because like you know she'll get judged or whatever. And I was like, um... And it's funny because, like, the people... Wait, Monsu, you didn't is... know that either. You didn't know it's... that she just, Well, like, I didn't know it specifically, cause... yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, because I told her, I was like, oh my god, like, same. Like, I also get that same feeling. And she's like, oh, she didn't know that as well about me. I was like, oh, we're just finding out each finding out about ourselves in Janine's podcast. <laughs> Dude, it's sulit na yung podcast ko. Sulit na. Just that moment. There yeah. you go. I can't speak for, like, the crux of the issue with Patty, but I see that it changes with her audience. So if it's people very close in her life, like you, you know, her family and friends, that's not even going to be on the table. But it's with when it's with other people, let's say it's in a professional setting. And Australians can also be pretty direct with their feedback. And sometimes, you know, you can, you can jive with the person and you don't. And it's a mix of those people you work with, right? You work with people you really love and people are like, yeah, no, we don't get along. And if you put them in a group and you're asked to give ideas, I can see how that actually can pop up. But I'm happy, like, you know, it doesn't happen to the people who matter the most, which is family and friends. It's fine to have imposter syndromes with these other people who we really degaff about, <laughs> in my opinion. But yeah, it's good that at least she's going through different um, instances and circumstances versus never finding it out in the first place. I wanted to ask you about like working in Sydney, finally like getting a job after, you know, I don't know. How long did it take you to, to find to find a job there? Mm, from when you started like, looking? I casually started for like the year, but wasn't really, yeah. you know, doing because I wanted to just study. And maybe like oh, three to four months of hardcore, like, let's do this. Which is, I think, quite similar to back home. It's usually like three months, plus or minus hmm. a month. Do you work with other Pinoys or Asians? And oh. in the office, is there? Do you sense like a cultural divide or difference? Uh, work with other Pinoys for specifically what I do. No, there's no other Pinoy. But in the wider group and department, there are, which is great. Yeah. And they're basically like, um, maybe the generation a bit above me who've moved who moved to australia a bit earlier and it's great because like kind of treat them as like my atas or titas and they give me like the down low with the offset with the office and i was like oh my god there's like gossip pala in australia and stuff how juicy please tell me more what's us the thing australia is really good at doing is the it's super diverse especially the closer you are to the cbd the amount of like nationalities and different cultures it's all there. Like when I first went to the office, I was surprised because yes, everyone's Australian, but it's like you know Filipino Australian, whatever Australian. No one's like it's very rare that you're like a hundred percent Australian, full blown white. Right. I would say even like people in New Zealand Australian, like it's all like a mix of cultures. So when I got in, it felt really welcoming. Versus the Philippines where, let's say you're in the office and a white guy joins, everyone's going to stare, right? It's like foreigner. Like, it's the yeah. complete opposite, which is great, I'd say, yeah. if you want to just, you know, be inclusive. I think Australia could do it because, you know, the history, a lot of people just migrated here from all across right. the globe, especially 70s, 80s. And that's true versus 
I think it's a, you get a hit or miss. Like I do miss the mga chica and the cuento in the Filipino office, and like I stop myself from saying like taglish stuff Aww. that I've been. It's like oh, like once it's goodbye, and I was like I can't. Yeah. Like they won't understand. Yeah, I miss that. I miss the like my age group of friends, and we're working the same. Like that's not here because with the diverse cultures here, it's also the ages are so diverse. Like. You can work with someone in the same job, and they're like fifty plus. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, cool. So it's a really, it's a wider net, which is good, right? I mean, that's how you'd want the world to function—that anyone can yeah. work in this place, no matter where you're from. But yeah, I think we were lucky, Australia. Like, if we had to, for just let's say, if we moved to San Seb, the language barrier would crush us. We wouldn't be able to yeah. probably get work as easy. Outside, mm. even personal lives, it's still difficult as well. So happy you're here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, yeah. there's a secret like goal in my life. When I think you said Mika likes to like surf in Sydney and it's all his history. It's like I was telling Patty, like you know, you and your Ate like speak a lot and you like really help each other with your cuentos and your updates, like you know, constantly. I was like, I'm really hoping like one day that like, they move here to Sydney. I think it's more. Parang the professional side also, like moving yeah. there. What opportunities will will be there for him? Which I'm sure there will be. It's just the parang it's so much work having to, okay, like really yeah. sit down and be like, okay, research. Like, how do we get you know what kind of visas do we need? How do we get us there? What kind of jobs are we gonna get? Like, do we apply while we're here or do we apply when we're there? But that is so a possibility, Mon. It is so much I'm still hoping. Like, I... Uh, we have to do planning. <laughs> we have to do yeah, planning. When Patty calls you, like, the way she, like, her mood changes, she lights up. You know, you're, like, that dose of home, the ate. It's just so great. Like, I was like, what if, like, you know, just reunite the sisters? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel guys, the same yeah, way. it's true. And it's, like, sad. Like, I wish I could take her out. You know what I mean? It's like, when you <clears> talk, <throat> of course, you can talk also while you're outside, like, on your phone. But, parang, it's better when you're at home because you're more, like, focused. But I wish we could just, like, be talking outside, like, somewhere else. I don't know, going for a walk yeah. either here or in Sydney, right? Um... But yeah, let's see. Early days, life, don't worry. Life will take us places, but we also have to make it happen. Well, to summarize, most important lessons is one, fake it till you make it. Just <laughs> put that confidence in there, even though it's not. It will help you just move forward. That seemed to, or still does work for me. Uh, to manage your energy. I used to think... Um, before studies, it was like, oh, manage my time. Manage, even with work, with personal, I'm going to have a checklist to do these 10 things. Manage my time. Now it's like I've shifted that it's just more of managing my energy and the things that give me energy and the things that deplete my energy, which is why, like, you know, I have those um uh, game nights with the boys on Friday just to back me up, you know, put me up. And three is find a... When you yourself cannot pick yourself up, then you know, 
do things like be disciplined, find someone who will be your cheerleader. I'm lucky enough to have Patty who's there and just like, let's wake up early. We can do this. So I think those three, um, I've really experienced like exponentially here in Australia. And it's been good. Can't lie. It's been, it's been good up and down as the usual, but we are happy. It's funny because, um, my nephew, who I'm needing to Alonso, my artist child, we went to the long weekend last week or last, last week. And he's starting to ask now, like individually, like your name, like Tita Aww. Patty, are you happy? Like, no Nino way. Mon, are you happy? I was like, Alonso, that is a loaded big yeah. question. But yes, yes, we are happy. <laughs> That's so cute. It's so you should cute. start yeah. the podcast. <laughs> Everyone that is going to have a podcast. You know, it's just like one just question. just asking like, are you happy? Right? Are you happy? Then so tagal the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm no, I'm really yeah. happy that you guys are happy and that you found a place to really make and design a home that, you know, works for you and I'm sure that you guys are going to thrive there together cuz best couple ever. Thanks a million. Mon, I really Sorry. really miss hanging out with you and Patty and after oh, this so we have cuento time pa. I wish we there. I really also wish we moved to the same place or at least closer to each other instead of like halfway around the world from each other and it's harder to, you know, make sense of the time zones and all of that. Um but still a possibility, but it the is way. still a possibility. And I'm also happy that we have these kind of very different experiences but can come together and make cuento and learn from each other, right? And hopefully one day, yeah, we're we're gonna be like old folks all in one fishing boat. Fishing. Not let's <laughs> yeah. be but yeah. <laughs> maybe over there, maybe over here, or maybe splitting the time between the two. Who knows? But yeah. Thank you so much. And if anyone else listens to this until the end, after all my okays, <laughs> without just skipping and looking for another podcast, thank you as well. Don't forget to subscribe and share your thoughts. So, happy day, everyone. Thanks, Mon. Thank you. Thank you.